What's up, cowgals? My name is Morgan Phillips, and I'm the host of the My Western Way podcast and the owner of the Backroad Bay Boutique. I'm going to be giving you the hot take on the Western industry from things that are trending in fashion all the way to the dirty details on mucking out the stalls. This podcast is for the ranchers, the farmers, the fashion influencers, or even the wannabeers. I'm here to show you that my Western way doesn't have to look anything like your Western way, and that's totally okay. Whether you bought the buckle or you want it, you're welcome here. As Shania Twain once said, let's go, girls. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the My Western Way podcast. I'm so excited. If you have stuck around this long, thank you so, so much. And you are in for a treat today. We have Brittany, who is the owner of the Canadian Cowgirl Closet Instagram with us. Hi, Brittany. Hi. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're so busy, um, but I was hoping you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm in my fourth year of my Bachelor of Education degree, so final semester pushing through it, which is exciting. I love love doing that stuff as well. Um, I'm in a practicum kindergarten this year, and I'm so excited because that's like my favorite age group to be involved with. Um, Grew up on a place northeast of Medicine Hat area, always had a love for horses and all that jazz, and then that kind of drove me to my Next journeys, which was I was the Metasata Exhibition Stampede Queen in 2016 and the Miss Rodeo Canada in 2018. And that's kind of how my page got started was from love of horses to queening to then fashion. I was always somebody that liked to be a little bit different. I used to wear two different two different colored shoes when I was in junior high school just because I thought it was cool and <laughs> wanted to be different and I've now kind of transferred that into western fashion to be a little bit different and I created my page because I wanted to thank all the sponsors that were with me throughout my queen journey and I want they you know you get to keep all that sponsorship that you have throughout your year and I still wanted to thank them for everything that they had done for me and I love kind of creating outfits and all that jazz so I thought ah I'll create an Instagram account, see where it goes. And it kind of took off from there. And I've just been taking any opportunities I can with it. It's brought me so many different things throughout the year of 2021, which was kind of interesting. And I'm so grateful to have had the opportunities that I've had in the past couple of years. That's so awesome. And you already kind of answered some of the questions that I wanted to ask you, but really like, where did you get your style from? Was it from your parents or people around you? And then how did that translate into what is now like your, I mean, you're known for your fashion on your Instagram and stuff like that. I mean, it's literally the closet. Um, so like, how, how did that all come about and where do you get it from? Uh, I've always been kind of very different. Uh, when I was younger, you know, my mom wanted like matching bows and shirts and outfits and all that jazz. And it was like, no, no, I wanted to wear, <laughs> it never went together, but I was like, yeah, this is what I want to wear mom. And she was like, oh my gosh, I have a daughter that <laughs> doesn't want to dress like 
matchy matchy I just kind of was like nope this is what I want to wear and so I was always kind of different when I was younger um and then as I kind of got older into the queen world up in Canada I wanted to stand out and be different I didn't want to look like every other rodeo queen and then because of that I was okay being different from the norm and with my fashion I would say I get a lot of my inspiration from trying to find trends in like the fashion industry and make it Western and, or take a trend that is very popular within the Western world and make it different so that it does stand out. It does do something a little bit different for people to catch their eye and go, Oh, I didn't, I would have never put those two things together. And sometimes when I'm explaining what I'm planning to wear to an event or I have a shoot or something and I'm explaining it to somebody and they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I get that all the time, all the time. <laughs> And put it together it's like oh I didn't think it was gonna look like that yes literally <laughs> I love that so that is I mean literally what the my western way is based off of is I want to encourage people that are maybe a little more scared to do it than you and I but to let them know that it's okay to play with a style and make it your own and there's a place for you in the western world even if you look a little different or um, wear something that's not considered the normal so what are some of the trends that you're like loving and super excited for in 2022 or things that you're bringing out in 2022 um, just in the fashion aspect I would say something that I'm personally bringing into 2022, which I've absolutely been loving is wearing like a corset top over top of a shirt. That's been my new year's look. I wore it in Vegas. I wore it for a shoot that I did with Bex in Vegas. That'll be coming out in the summer for their summer, fall, spring line of sunglasses. So a little bit different, especially when you're trying to explain the outfit. Like I said, like, Oh, I, I bought this gorgeous corset, corset top and I'm putting it over a button up (laughs) people are like oh okay (laughs) and I actually wore it on New Year's all my girlfriends had dresses you know um sparkle and all that and I was like I kind of want to be different so I wore leather leggings I wore a boyfriend fit um button up shirt and then I put my bedazzled corset over top and that is something I'm bringing into 2022 it's definitely something whenever I see them I'm like okay I could do that and I swear I'll probably have like a bunch of different kinds of them by the end of the year but you know that the velvet's coming back in you know all that stuff which is nice and most girls now are getting into the big bells which kind of come and go with the style of things you know some people love them and some people don't and that's totally fine and I always tell people you don't really have to follow the trend if you feel good in what you're wearing that's all that matters so if you if yes oh yeah you put that on and you're like okay I'm ready to rock it doesn't matter what it looks like you walk into a room and people are going to take notice not because you look different because of your attitude wearing what you want to wear and so if you want to be different you just got to be confident what you wear and go yeah some people might like it and some people might not like it but I like it and that's all that matters and so I'm going to work it and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it Gosh, you're speaking my language. This is everything that I want to preach to everyone. And it's something that I personally had to like overcome. So I live in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, super like rednecky area, but not Western. So totally like, you know, Trump shirts, but not like a bright Serape or cow print shirt. And I love that style and I love to bring that in and incorporate it, but it took me a long time 
to feel okay enough to go outside of my house. Like I would put it on for a picture and then I would quick change behind the scenes and go out in something completely different. So how did you kind of like get over that mental block of, okay, I know all my friends are going to be wearing like high heels and whatever. How did you get over that? (coughs) Sorry. I don't know. I kind of, it's funny because when I was younger, uh, very shy, like I, you wouldn't catch me speaking publicly. You wouldn't catch me that kid like, oh, you went out and made a bunch of friends. It was like, I stayed very quiet and to myself. And as I kind of got older, especially into the Western fashion, it was, I didn't go to my rural school in my area. I went to uh, the city district for sports. And so half my friends didn't even know I rode horses because I didn't wear the cowboy boots. I didn't wear the button up Wrangler jeans to school. Like I dressed like all my other friends. And then when I got to college, I was like, you know what? I like wearing this. So why would I not wear it? And people at first, when I started to dress a little bit differently, were like, Oh, Brittany, that's a, that's a different style. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And I did it in small increments. You know, I started every girl's wearing the lululemons and the hoodies and the uggs and I just went okay I'm gonna wear skinny jeans and be a little bit different or I'm gonna wear graphic t-shirts but I'm gonna put a long sleeve underneath it with a turtleneck and those are small changes that slowly boost your confidence in what you're doing and changing and then finally it's like this outfit is so weird but I love it and then you're okay to do that you're okay to push the boundaries Um, I had one outfit at the NFR that I was a little I wouldn't say nervous of but more of the I needed to be feeling good to wear it. And it was actually when I wore um, that corset top that was completely bedazzled, like a disco ball. And then I had the, the hoop skirt, but I took out the hoops in it. So it just draped down. And it was something that I was like, okay, people are going to look at me and be like, oh, good gosh, what is that lady wearing? Or they're going to look at me like, dang, that's different. I like it. And when I left the house, my mom was kind of like, do you feel good? Because that's all that matters. Do you feel good in what you're wearing? And I said, hmm. I actually do. I really freaking love this. And she's like, perfect. Let's go. And once you get that mindset that like, it's okay to be different, you start to push the boundaries more. And I know some people need a little bit of validation when you start to do that. You know, when I first started my page, it was like, oh, are people going to like this? Are people going to hate this? Am I going to get backlash on social media? And finally people are like, uh, the more I started to do, it was more of a good for you rocket good job and I got so much positivity behind that and then that allows you to confidently move forward and you're going to get setbacks you're going to get people that say you shouldn't be doing that and then it's like uh yeah I am I am going to do that so I'm going to have a great time doing it too yes (laughs) I I love that and you talked about it before but it's all about the confidence in what you're wearing so as long as you feel good in it that's all that matters like so I want to preach that to everyone is just if you look in the mirror and you love what you're looking at, that's all that matters. Anyone else's opinion, put it out the door. No one cares. <laughs> and it's not a traditional style anymore. Western fashion. It's not button up, Wrangler jeans, boot cut jeans, boots, and a cowboy hat. It is so much wider now that half the time you don't even know where the line is between modern and Western because so many girls are taking the styles that are modern and making it Western. And some people are now taking the Western styles and incorporating it into modern day fashion, which is where I think is super cool to have those different overlays. And for myself with my practicums, I always dress super different, but 
at first teachers will kind of look at you like, oh, you're the Western girl. And then it's like, oh, no, that's just super cool. It doesn't have to be specifically Western to be Western fashion. You know, everything changed based on different influences, different inspirations. And I also don't want people to get upset if they borrow inspiration from somebody. That's the biggest flattering comment you can ever get it is someone takes your idea and tries to recreate it it's like some people get upset with that like oh they they stole my idea and I'm like that is the biggest form of flattery I could ever receive (laughs) someone tried to take what I did and do the exact same thing like please copy me I will (laughs) gladly like please do (laughs) yeah no and I love that and I saw an article like in the fall of last year from like a New York fashion week article. And it was like the movement of Western fashion. And if city girls want to wear cowboy boots in the city, go ahead and do it. Like that's just bringing so much more recognition to the people that have been truly Western and like really like living and breathing Western. It's bringing so much more recognition to them and growing our industry as a whole. So there shouldn't be any hate or any gatekeeping about that. Like we should be so excited that this movement is happening. I think with Yellowstone and um, just the movement of wearing cowgirl boots and stuff like that. There's so many good things happening for the Western industry. And if we gatekeep that and are like, no, like, you know, stay in your own lane, we're missing out on so much more and I think the corset top like that's that's a trendy city girl type of trend um but we're able to incorporate it and show it in a new way which I think is so cool yeah and the thing is what we don't like recognize is for rodeo and our western lifestyle to continue you need that support from those urban individuals that come to the rodeo, that support, that go to uh, the stores to buy the the outfit, to look the part. Those are the ones supporting the industry more than the people that are living it. And so we should want to bring people in. We should want to educate them, show them, uh, heck yeah, dress them up. If they they feel comfortable wearing it, go for it. Like you're supporting the industry, you're supporting the athletes, you're supporting the businesses, the communities. Like it all starts to rotate together. And that's where it becomes... I love rodeo because it's very, and Western individuals in general, it's a very family-based orientation. No other sport in the world where you see competitors helping each other out, traveling together, you know, supporting each other and super psyched when they beat them. Like when they get beat, they're like, (laughs) and I want more people to get in on that. And if you want to get styled up and I dress differently when I go to a hockey game versus when I would go to a rodeo, difference between them going from you know hanging out with their friends to coming to a rodeo as long as you love what you're wearing go for it enjoy it it makes experience so much more fun and that's where we need to like build that connection because we can't forget about other individuals that don't embrace the lifestyle on a 24 uh, 7 basis it's the individuals that think it's so cool and come to the rodeos to support come to agriculture events to support and see what's going on instead of making fun of those individuals like oh he he what are they wearing heck no they're here supporting what you're doing you should be over there explaining things enjoying educating and being a part of that and that goes with fashion as well we shouldn't be tearing people down with their confidence because oh it doesn't look the way I would wear it well I probably wouldn't wear it the same way you would wear it so (laughs) we should be supporting each other and enjoying it instead of it becoming this doggy dog world yeah definitely I think it's so much like 
we should change our mindset. Like it really is community over competition. And you're going to look better in something that I'm going to wear. And I might look better in something that you're going to wear. Like it, you know, it, it's just the world it is. And I think if we choose to support and love one another and really like just make the Western industry, like stand out. Like if you guys have not been to the NFR, I know you went, um, like if you have never been to the NFR, like that was the epitome of just, I met so many people that I was following online. Like everyone was so kind and it was just the most welcoming experience. And I think if you go to anywhere else where it's that extent, like it's like doggy dog, like you push and shove people out, out of the way, like, and people would just stop and talk to you. And like, for no, no excuse. Like the people in the Western industry are just a whole different breed. I really do believe that like people are, and like you were saying, like they'll beat each other and be happy and then they'll ride home together and be fine. So it is, it's it's just a a totally different experience. It is. And I love that. I love that Mm -hmm. whole part industry. I love that about fashion that you can do things so differently. And it's just a great environment to be around. It is. So I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about like being a Miss Rodeo. Um, So did you get any like lashback on your fashion choices or um, anything like that? Like, did you have to step out of your comfort zone in that aspect? No, I was very fortunate to haven't been surrounded by negativity and comments with how I dressed or how I did things. Um, I was very fortunate with that, actually. And for me, it was like, okay, well, you're, you are Miss Rodeo Canada. You should be looking different. You Just like when you see Miss Rodeo America, she you can tell who she is uh, around the other state girls. And the same go for Canada. And so that's what I kind of set myself up for was you should try, be trying to turn heads and be different because you are the represent of your uh, Canadian Professional Rodeo Association. So that wasn't I never had any issues with that stuff. I did maybe confidence wise at the start. I looked at the the way I dressed at the start of my queen journey versus at the end. At the start, I definitely was a lot more conservative on how I wanted to uh, go about things. But that also had to do with when I was on my local title, I had a princess and we dressed the exact same when we go to events. And so you have another person by your side supporting you with the outfit choices, you know, just kind of like a bunch of girls uh, dressing the same to go out to dinner or something like that I kind of had that reassurance with my princess and then when I was Miss Radio Canada so you're all on your own and then it was like okay I I slowly started stepping out of the box with vests and uh fur I loved fur and I think uh, now I'm seeing a lot more trend of that in Canada for vests with button up. And that was because I had a sponsor, Roper Stetson Tin Hall, and I wanted to be able to dress up their button up so that it looked, it was still a button up that anyone else can go by, but how else can you make it look different? How can you style it up for a little bit more of a formal event, style it down, all that kind of stuff. And so throughout my reign, it was like, okay, I got a little bit more confident, a little bit more confident at the end when I went to Vegas, I definitely... I was the first queen to go to Vegas twice, actually. I went to the beginning of my reign, and then I went at the end of my reign, which I was very fortunate to get to do. And um, when I look at my choice of fashion at the start versus at the end, you can see the confidence change throughout my year, the growth of myself as an individual, and even just as a person, not necessarily as a queen. I became more confident in myself and being okay with 
who I was because we're all different. We're all have different passions, different styles, different beliefs and all that. And you have to be okay with that. And which then helped trickle over into my fashion page because I already started kind of being the one that looked a little bit different. And so then when I became just Brittany again, which was kind of a different change, it was like, yeah, I can still dress differently and I'm going to love doing it. Yeah, that's so good. Um, so when you're shopping, like, do you shop a lot of U.S. brands and boutiques or do you shop a lot in Canada? Um, kind of who are some of your favorites? Oh, I have, I'm quite a variety. We have some amazing companies in Canada that I love to shop at Cody and Sue. They're in Calgary and I like their high-end fashion, double D, uh, all sorts of gorgeous brands and I love going to see them because they're very unique for Canada but I do a lot of business with companies down south here and I've actually which is why I kind of stuck to the name Canadian Cowgirl Closet because whenever I came south all my girlfriends that were state queen stuff it was like hey it's the Canadian (laughs) (laughs) so I kind of built a reputation and a relationship with companies down south and they've still supported me throughout my my journey on my social media page. So I kind of have a little bit of both, which is kind of nice that I can flip flop from each side of the border. Um, I've met so many amazing individuals throughout these opportunities that I probably wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have started my Instagram account. And I guess down South, oh gosh, I, I love so many of them. Like Rast Designs is actually uh, here in Arizona here and I'm trying to meet up for coffee and it was like I met them through online promoting their business and all that stuff and now she's a great friend of mine as well and I I couldn't be more grateful to be able to have businesses on both sides of the border because we're all very different uh, Canada style versus the American style and I like to bring both in together and also support both sides because I do come down here lots I do love shopping online which is kind of a dangerous thing (laughs) but you know it's it's grateful that I can come both directions I wouldn't say I have more American companies over Canadian companies that I work with, but I do support so many different individuals uh, with their businesses. And I always try to work with businesses versus trying to see what benefits me. I want to work with the businesses on what is like potential for them. Where do they want to go with their marketing? What can I provide for them? And to keep that stuff um, kind of individualized for the company, because everything's always so different on what businesses and brands are looking for. What can I do for those businesses and brands? And it's just, it's fun. What are some of the differences like between Canadian Western fashion and like US Western fashion that you see? Well, it used to be um, Canada would get trends like a year or so after they had hit down south here in America and now we're seeing a little bit more uh, Canada is huge on the graphic tees right now uh, with the bells or the straight wide leg jeans which is kind of very popular right now and I would say that's very similar to down south here uh, but down south here I would say it's a little more I don't want to say extreme but um, I don't say more fashion forward either but they're 
they're more okay to push the limits versus up in Canada, we're a lot more conservative when it comes to our fashion and all that stuff. And even in the Western world, I would say we're a little bit more cautious to push the limits up north, which is what I'm trying to bring up to us is that it doesn't matter where you're from, what you're doing. If you want to push the limits, go for it. If you don't, don't. Enjoy where you are at and enjoy the fashion process of it all. But down south, you'll definitely see a lot more individuals pushing the limits with fashion and changing it versus uh, the graphic tees, the rolled up jeans, uh, that's very common in Canada, which is definitely one of my favorite styles and go-to for sure. But that would, I would say would be the big differences between us. But, you know, we're starting to become more progressive. Our Canadian finals rodeo is starting to go in that direction of high-end fashion, just like the national finals rodeo. And uh, we're not quite at the same extravagant bling and fur, feather, fringe, huge, um, you can wear anything at Vegas and fit in. And, but, you know, we're starting to get like that up in Canada. And I love it. Girls are starting to go to our Canadian Finals Royal and push the limits, push the boundaries and enjoy it too. Not just do because I think they have to. They're enjoying it. They're um, looking forward to planning outfits versus just packing, just pack. And so that's been something that's been fun to watch throughout the years, even as Miss Rodeo Canada to now. I've seen the growth of our fashion up in Canada at our Canadian finals rodeo. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's a fun event to go to then. It's funny you say that. Cause I, so I own the back road babe, which is a Western boutique and I shipped, uh, ship internationally. And I have a lot of customers in Canada, but I will say like their trend is usually like they go for the graphic tees and bell bottoms, which some of the stuff, you know, some of the shoes and stuff like that, it gets so expensive to ship. So I understand that, but, um, they do definitely tend towards more of like a conservative style, I would say, than some of like, I feel like Texas is the main state that buys the kind of crazy stuff that I carry, like the zebra print pants and cow print bells and stuff like that. Like I definitely noticed that difference now that you like bring it up. Um, but I think there's a lot of girls that are starting to push the boundaries and there's a lot of influencers that um, showcase that style that are in Canada that I follow. And I think like the few, the few people that start to do it, you know, people are going to follow and it, you know, it might be a couple steps behind the U S but what, whatever we can do to kind of increase in masses and get that across the world, I think is amazing. I have people in Australia and New Zealand doing the same style. And it's just so amazing to me. Like you live in such a small bubble. I know you travel a lot. I've traveled a lot. Um, you live in such a small bubble that you only see what's around you, but there's so much more to see out there in the world and in the realm of fashion. So it's really cool. But living in Canada, is there any like real challenges or like boundaries you feel that you have set upon yourself that are like holding you back a little bit from growing in the Western industry? Like, is it more difficult to grow a page in Canada um, and a following in Canada? Um, Or do you think that's almost like a positive because you're, you know, kind of one of the people standing out? You know what? There's pros and cons to anything. I mean, uh, what I wear to the Canadian finals rodeo is not what I would wear to the NFR. And what I would wear to the NFR is not what I wear to the Canadian finals rodeo either. So in that sense, you could look at it like, oh, it it does hold me back a little bit because I don't push the boundaries as much. But I still push the boundaries for the individuals that are at the Canadian Finals Rodeo still. 
uh, or at least I try to. So in that sense, I'm still trying to help grow our Canadian fashion and to let girls know it's okay to dress a little bit different. And as others start to dress a little bit more different, I can then push the limits even more and even further. So it's kind of a a teeter-totter if that's a positive or a negative it could be a negative because um, you're not pushing yourself to the full limits of fashion that you really desire to do but at the same time it's not because you're encouraging other individuals to do so and then in the process it allows you to grow as an individual and it also then shows boutiques that like I don't need to just style it as an extravagant Vegas only outfit. I can also style it for an event that's just an everyday rodeo for an individual that you can stand out and look different, but still be nice and casual and comfortable for those events. And I would say even building an Instagram, um, at first I had more American uh, followers, companies that I worked with than Canadian because I had crossed the border lots when I was Miss Radio Canada, built those connections and all that stuff. And when I started it, fashion was just starting to kind of pick up in Canada, which I was lucky to kind of get in on it at a good time, which then I was able to grow with Canadian companies that were like, okay, we're seeing how things are doing down south. We'd love to be a part of that. Or we see that we want to be different than that. And so I was able to like take that stuff with them and grow with those individuals and now it's allowed me to have a different stance in Canada for my fashion as well as in the States. And that then appeals to a wider audience for individuals and brands can see that you can see, you can reach different clientele throughout your social media because of how I've been able to grow it with Canada and the United States. So that's been a, a lucky thing for myself that I would say I'm very fortunate to have been able to grow on both sides of the border with fashion, but then also bringing some things to Canada and some things down south and different styles that maybe some Americans wouldn't have tried out that are very popular in Canada or vice versa, bringing lots up from down south to push the limits up in Canada. So it's, I wouldn't say it's been more hard or easier. It's just brought different opportunities at different times and has allowed me to grow in different aspects so I don't know if I'd say if it's different or positive or negative one direction. no that's a really good that's a really good answer to that and I think that makes total sense um so obviously like the last year two years now really has been different and crazy um so how has just like how you influence people on your page like is there anything you did differently um throughout COVID and the pandemic and stuff like that is there anything you changed up or did differently that you weren't doing before um I don't know if I necessarily changed things up but I I really uh when I posts I really try to do it with a positive quote of some kind whether um, it has to do with fashion it's just always something about moving forward or like reaching for a dream or a goal or something like that because I was seeing a lot of negativity on social media and that can get very daunting to uh, you know you're seeing things you can't do and then this last year I went I want to show people what we can do we forget everyone it's kind of like if you're tall you want to be short if you've got long hair you want short hair. short hair you want long hair curly you want straight and we sometimes forget the beauties of where we're at you know we've uh, become a universe that travels and wants to be a part of other cultures that we forget what's right in our back door so I actually what I changed versus reaching out to companies in the states or um, in different areas I started to work with local businesses and promote local activities and I actually actually switched my fashion to more of a uh, instead of a high-end fashion uh, but a 
uh, this is the fashion outfit, but I'm doing local things. I'm supporting local. I am, you know, those small businesses really struggled in the last couple of years and they are the ones that make your community possible. So instead of supporting those big corporations, I tried to reach out a little bit more locally. And then I took my fashion from the businesses to those things that I was doing, whether it was um, a hiking adventure or, you know, all that stuff that everyone wants to come to Canada for, I have in my backyard. So why, why would I just, you know, just throw it away that like, oh, I can't go anywhere when you forget what's in your backyard, instead of looking at where you want to go, where you want to be, enjoy the nature and the beauty that you have in your own community, whether it's a cute little coffee house that you're going out for your girlfriend, or you're going on a ski trip that on a hill that's like an hour away. And that was probably my biggest change in my years because when COVID first hit, I had actually planned, I was going to go volunteer at a sanctuary, animal sanctuary to help with um, the animals that were affected by the fires in Australia. And I was going to go for about a month and a half. And I was supposed to leave two weeks before COVID hit. And then I was supposed to be back for a a week. And then I was going to fly over to Barcelona in Venice. And I was going to stay in a flat there for about a month and a half and you know kind of live locally instead of doing the tourist things I wanted to go to the markets and I wanted to be able to make my own food and uh, see the things that tourists normally don't get to see because you have to be a part of that community to be able to be involved in that and so originally when everything kind of went in a different direction I was so upset and um, I had this anger towards everything that was going on about I had all these opportunities I was supposed to have and be able to go to you and it I kind of sat down and was like, okay, well, how can I work with my page with what I have? And I kind of looked at my mom, like every time I meet somebody, they're like, we want to come see what you do. We want to come to Canada, <laughs> come to you. It's like, ah, oh, I forgot we have such beautiful things. And I took my travel then locally. It might've been a 10 minute bike ride or a half hour car ride to do events and to do activities. And then I changed my aspect with my page instead of it being more business-like I wanted it to be a more promotional page to support businesses. So I definitely changed how I ran my page uh, with brands for like pricing and all that stuff, because I wanted to promote local businesses, small businesses and work with them through these hard times instead of being like, Nope, you need promotion. It's going to be this much money no, I wanted to work with them because, you know, they're, they're all struggling as well. And that's where I can come in and help. And because of that, now I've built relationships with them that have now wanted to work with me when I was at the national finals rodeo, or since I've been down here in Phoenix. And so it kind of came back around to help me on the business side. But in the initial start, it was like, we need to be helping each other in the fashion world and our communities in the Western world, even just everyday life. We need to be supporting each other instead of living in a negativity and biting each other's heads off. You know, we're all going through this together and let's try to go through it in a positive manner and support each other throughout it. So I guess the direction of my page really changed in that aspect, but I've loved how it's changed and grown since I originally started. And things always happen for a reason. You know, you think one door closes, you just got to look for that other one that opens up and it might not have been how you anticipated it to be. Um, For example, even 2022 here, I'm starting to work on a little bit more videography for companies. And I wouldn't have had that if this last summer with COVID, uh, Flow Rodeo couldn't send up ambassadors to help create content for them. And so I did stuff for them at the Canadian Finals Rodeo. So, you know, in that aspect, it's like, oh, it's created this whole other opportunity, but I didn't get to do the travel that I originally did, but if that wouldn't have happened, they would have still had representatives coming up. So 
you know, everything happens for a reason and it might not look positive when you're first going through it, but if you can take a step back and just go with the flow and which can be a very difficult thing to do when it comes to finances and all that stuff, you just take a deep breath and roll with it. And it's changed the direction of my page. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go this year. I don't really have a plan for it. I'm just kind of continuing working with the businesses I love promoting the sport of rodeo and my fashion, trying to keep it different. I feel like 2021, like made us throw out every plan we had, throw it out the door. Cause there's just, there is no planning for what, what just happened. There is no planning for, yeah. uh, but I mean, I will say during COVID I watched Heartland and I want to go to Calgary so bad. Um, <laughs> I, I was like obsessed with Canada for a hot minute. Cause I was like, man, like this is so dreamy. And just like, I saw a TikTok the other day. It was like a girl riding, um, her horse, like just through the fields and stuff in Canada. And then she used the Heartland soundtrack. And I was like, Oh, this is like goals, but I feel like it's the same thing, uh, kind of happened to me as the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Like, um, you think you would be happier somewhere else. And I was so ready to move to Texas and was literally about to list my house and stuff like that. Um, really just like so ready for it. And then I thought to myself and I was like, I created a whole brand around the fact that like Western fashion is not popular here. And that's what my brand is about. And now I'm going to go and kind of be like the person that I'm like creating the brand like not about basically and move to Texas and be where it's popular. And I was like, that would take the whole brand identity out of everything I've created away. And I just had like this, I had to look internally and be like, is that really what I want? And I ultimately, clearly I'm still here. So I decided not, but, um, I think you, everything does happen for a reason. And maybe there will be a time that I do move to Texas, but, um, you said about supporting local businesses and I've realized like how much it, it, how important it is to support as a business owner, obviously um, I'm online, but still I get involved in the local community and stuff like that. But it, it it's so important to just like, I think your home roots right now are the most important thing. And if you learn to love where you're at, like that's, that's, what's going to bring you like the ultimate happiness. So I love that you said that, but I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I do have like a couple rapid fire questions, just like super easy. Um, so what is your favorite Western movie or TV show? Oh gosh, my favorite Western movie or TV show. I'd say eight seconds is one of my favorite movies. I know love it's- it. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, okay. Favorite country song or artist? Uh, I love um, Alabama. Mm, good one. Um, and then favorite like influencer or Instagram account to follow? Oh gosh. I follow so many that I just idolize. <laughs> <laughs> West Desperado, Marika, you know, those individuals, I look for inspiration for, you know, just keeping at it and keep pushing the limits because they're individuals that aren't afraid to be different. And so that's where I get my confidence from is following those pages because they push the limits, which then I try to push them a little bit differently, but they definitely are individuals that I follow as well as Western Sage. She is not afraid to share information, which, um, 
lots of times people like to hold what they can figure out about social media and Instagram algorithms because they're like, well, it worked for me. I want to keep that for myself. And she was an individual and she even started growing that she wanted to educate people on how she was doing things, how she was uh, coming up with these ideas, how she was editing. Like not many people want to share those secrets. And so yeah. that was really cool to follow, which then you're like, oh, that's that's inspirational, not along with her fashion, which was always pushing the limits, but also her genuine kindness of wanting to help other people grow. So those would be probably my top people that I love to follow. But I also have like friends in Australia that um, Emma Dyke, she was my Miss Rody Australia at the start of my years, Canada, and she loves to push the limits. And I love it because in Australia, they're a little bit different than Canada in the U.S. And so I always look to see what she's up to. What is she pushing the limits over there? And I'm actually excited. I'm going to her wedding this summer. Oh. I'm planning a trip to go see her and my Miss Rodeo America is coming with me. So, you know, those are the individuals you've made connections with throughout your years and throughout social media. I mean, half the time we think like we know somebody, but we just follow them on social media. But you're like, I, I know you, but you don't know me because I follow you. <laughs> it's surreal. Like they're like celebrities to you, but they're real people at the NFR. I met Westy and I actually like danced with her. We have this boomerang. Like, of course there was a little alcohol involved, but like, it was like, you're meeting a celebrity, this person with so many Instagram followers, but they're, you have to remember they're real people that just like you and I and like sometimes you have to like backtrack and be like oh my gosh like they really are real like you can touch and feel them um <laughs> but yeah so okay last very last question um so this is you know obviously called my western way because everyone has their own western way um so what mark do you want to leave on the western industry and what like what is your western way I would say mine is just to dig down deep into what you want to do, make it you, you don't have to do what everyone else wants to do. If you want, if that's what you like, go for it. If you decide to push the limits, go for it. Like it has to come from what you want because the best outfit in the world is an outfit you feel good in. It has nothing to do with brands. It has nothing to do with the styles that are going out. It has nothing to do with how your hair and makeup looks, how sparkly or uh, casually you are, it has to do with the persona that you are portraying when you're wearing that outfit. So if you want to push the limits with an outfit, you feel good in it and you will. And that's all you have to remember when you're planning outfits for wherever you're going, pick an outfit that you feel good in, not what you think you should be wearing. It should be something that you, you walk out into the living room, ready to get in the vehicle. Like I'm ready to rule the world because I feel good in what I'm wearing. <laughs> And that's all that matters when it comes to like, what is your way of doing fashion? What do you feel good in? And that's all that matters to anybody. Gosh, that was so good. Let's end it on that. Brittany, thank you so, so much for popping on. I know you're so busy and we hope you have safe travels back um, and a great start to your school year. But um, I just couldn't thank you enough. This was so good. Well, thank you so much for having me. I like, I really appreciate you reaching out to me to do this it's but I'm very flattered so thank you <laughs>